When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Haha, <laughs> that's a great story. So what else were things like on set? Hmm, hmm, and it's true that you had as much trouble with the director as... Hi, if you're just joining us, we're back at the Video Drew Hour. This is Video Drew's show. Video Drew here from the Schmodown. She's so very, very happy to be back with all the things that she remembers. Look at all the best friends that she used to have. Remember this? This season, Video Drew is so happy to be joining the dungeon, the new faction she has with a brand new teammate, Tom. No. Not, not old Tom. Not this Tom. Tom, no. Not this Tom. New Tom. There's a new Tom. Video Drew is here to win. She's here to make so many friends and to make so many new friends, which means leaving behind some old friends like old Tom. Tom, no! Go! Go away, boy! Old Tom, I don't like you anymore. Go! Go! You're in my light! Go away, Tom. Go! But, don't you want to see a dead body? Okay. This way, buddy. Go this way. Okay, here we go. Bones glow in the dark. Okay, this way, buddy. This way, buddy. Gentlemen, and welcome back to the movie trivia showdown. And what a showdown it is today! One of the first team matches, if not the first team match of the entire year, Ken. And these teams, uh, we need to do some prep because I am. Uh, we got factions. We got some factions that didn't even show up today. We got Deep Thirteen taking on Tom and Paul. What do you make of this? Tom and Paul. That's like a great. 60s like duo like in the summer we sing love songs Paul like, was the genius yeah, yeah love them uh, hey season 7 is all about the new era right and that means we're bringing you a ton of new names but here today 
We don't have new names. We have familiar names, people you know, people you've seen compete, but now they have new factions, new teammates, and so that means we still have a bunch of questions about the match we're going to see here today. That's right. It's a little time copy. The same matter occupying the same space at the same time, but in an all-new way. With Deep 13, you have Whitney Seibold yep. and you have Alonzo Duralde, both storied competitors uh, yep. with uh, a lot of credentials uh, inside and outside the movie Trivia Schmodown. They're teaming up for the Burning Droogs. The question you have is, where's their manager? Because Robert Meyer Burnett, maybe he's locked back in that cell he was in for the better part of 2019. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the Burning Droogs opened up for the Pogues in 87, I believe. So that's, uh, we got a bunch of band names running around here. Yeah, Mar Robert Meyer Burnett uh, not around here. Perhaps he's uh, reading more leaked scripts. I don't know what's going on with him. But uh, here's the thing. Whitney and, and Alonzo, outside uh, the Schmodown, they have great credentials, accolades, very respected in the film community. Uh, in here, they've earned respect. Maybe they've not got to the title uh, picture, but I think every time I see these two guys compete, whether singles and alone, I think the potential for a big win is there. And the last time we saw Alonzo Duralde in a movie tribute Schmodown, on competition, not here at the answer desk because he always does the Christmas match with me every year. He was involved in that Matt Ashton questionable challenge. So right. has he rebounded from that in the new year of 2020? And then you look at Tom and Paul Ken. I don't know that I've seen a more mismatched duo since it was Muggsy Bogues and Alonzo Mourning playing for the Charlotte Hornets. Sports reference with Ken and Mark. Uh, look, here's the thing. Tom, he has shown up here. He was an enigma, but he, he just kept delivering correct answer after correct answer. But he was always teamed with Video Drew, and there seemed to be some sort of connection. She might have calmed him down. She might have guided him through here. So he's without Video Drew now, but he has. he's part of the dad, and he has uh, Kate, the loop from Chicago, Mulligan in his corner there, and Grace Hancock, uh, the lioness, who absolutely knows how to bring a, a killer edge to this but Tom is now paired with Paul the Powder Keg Preston, who up until now for years has been part of the great show, The Movie Guys. You should check them out. They do great things. But his partner, Adam Witt, has been uh, at his side throughout this event. Gone. Poof. Adam's on another team. Paul's now with Tom. Can they figure this out on the fly? A lot of questions surrounding today's match. Does Paul still use whey protein or has he moved on to plant protein? And with Tom, does he still need video Drew to compete? If you unplug him, what happens? Uh, it's like when you unplug Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker. Absolutely. Could very much be like that. He right, could uh, grow some feet. Uh, come on back. Should be <laughs> We're good. Take a look at what each team had to say pre-show right now. basically unstoppable because that's what I do and here we are with our first team match yeah and this is uh, listen it's our it's our secret weapon that's not a secret it's Paul and it's Tom I'm going with Paul Preston she showed the energy and the desire to win and most of all more than anything else the desire to raise some hell because hell deserves to be raised in the Shmoda and we're gonna bring that hell and wins it's coming at you Paul Preston and Tom. Uh, Paul had a great rookie year. Absolutely. So did Tom, obviously. Uh, putting them two together, is it's going to be insane to watch this team uh, play in 2020 for sure. Listen, I had a rough holidays, all right? So I went out to the middle of nowhere in the Joshua Tree Desert into a mud hut, and I took some ayahuasca to try and clear my head, and I had a vision. I saw something. Well, first of all, I saw a small groundhog, and we talked for a long time about the te television show 60 Minutes. 
After that, I saw this. Every time I see Tom compete or in a promo, it reminds me of me in my eighth grade graduation dance. Just in the corner, not sure why I'm here, but knowing all the answers. Tom, how are you feeling? Because uh, you have a, what, like a 91% accuracy? How are you feeling today? You can see me. I think he's feeling well as, I think he's, he, we're good. I'm back. And you're lucky. Whitney, too. I mean, we know what kind of a player he is. I think we saw a little bit of that today. Singles, we've seen him in teams already. I've been saddled with teammates that haven't really helped me, but today, things have changed. I have the esteemed and the unbelievably dashingly handsome Alonzo Duralde. Alonzo Duralde and Matt Atchity, these are two industry veterans. And so we're competing against a dead guy and the walking manifestation of toxic masculinity? Is that the deal? I know what Alonso is capable of. I know what I'm capable of. And I think we can take uh, you know, a rod of testosterone and a guy who lays on a grave. Listen, I, I did bring you, bring you guys some, uh, some little snacks just in case. A little Tito's for you, my friend. And some of my uh, placenta tincture. I feel like that's sort of your brand of kink. I got lost looking for Steven Dorff's house. Can we edit that out? Like, I'll, I'll do all the talking, but together we'll do all the winning. Let's do this. Ken, I'm not sure that they have anything uh, more in the way of knowledge about this match than we do, but, man, they seem ready to play. I like the enthusiasm that I'm seeing from that pre-interview. This is, I mean, the interviews are great. It's like a long-form Herald Improv contest going on back there, uh, and I'm excited uh, I'm excited just to get going to this one. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to give the strengths uh, when we go to the tail of tape for Deep 13. Deep 13, very good at, obviously, holiday movies, new releases, and Deep 13 sounding like the name of a drug in an 80s action film. <laughs> that's true. Uh, also, on the other side, Tom and Paul, I asked them their strengths. You got directors, fantasy, sci-fi, and Tom looked me dead in the eyes and said, putting a lot of DVDs in my mouth. So, I... That guy's been hitting the deep 13 a little too yeah. much. Yeah, I think we're ready. I think All we're ready. All right, Ken's ready. I'm ready. Let's get ready to schmodown! <laughs> the golden throat of Ken Knapsack will be introducing each team. Ken, at your leisure. Introducing first, representing the Burning Droogs, making their debut as a team in the Movie Trivia Schmodown Teams Division, Whitney Simon and Alonzo Dorale, Deep Like the sitcoms of yesteryear, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> One of bosom buddies, golden yes. girls, empty nests. Perfect strangers up there for me as well. Perfect strangers. Great, great. place in Chicago, the home of Cape Mark. That's right. And their opponents. Representing the dead. Accompanied to the arena by their manager, Kate Mulligan, and special advisor, the Lioness, Grace Hancock. This is Paul, the powder keg, Preston, and Tom! All right, Kate Mulligan, Grace Hancock doing their thing. There's Paul. Paul seems a little freaked out by Tom. 
Tom is there. Uh, as Paul goes over to his seat, and then Tom is going to be over the far seat. Oh, we got Tom. Tom is there. He found the seat. He found the seat. Everything's good. Everything's good. All right. Uh, uh, Paul, you had a uh, pre-show word you'd like to say? Oh, yeah. I'm done with the uh, protein powder. Oh, that's good. That'll help the uh, tech. Oh, no. I'm juicing now, bro. Oh, oh no. What are we? Oh, oh no. look at that. Okay. That looks dangerous. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Whew. Oh. He's oh. not actually going to drink that, is he, He's going to drink it. He's going to attempt to drink it in the studio. Oh. I got a lot of ayahuasca to wash out of my system. That is, is that that ayahuasca? That is uh, that, uh, the, the production crew. Thanks, Paul, for his switch. I'll tell you that much. That's right. Now, the kids at home, we don't encourage them to take anything called ayahuasca, anything with that many vowels, and it sounds dangerous. Uh, uh, Paul, you and Tom are competing for the first time. Uh, do you need me to give you all rules refresher? Are you guys feeling good? Where's your mental state at? I love when you do that, talking lizard. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, no. Uh, this is, you this know is what? Good. I'll give you a rules refresher just in case. In round number one, the field of teams and competitors is going to hear eight questions from eight different corners of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. Each question is worth a point per correct answer. As a friendly reminder, you may not rely on the strength of your teammates' knowledge in round number one. Every point you accrue does go to your team's total. Thank you, Kate, being the good mom, as always. Once we ask a question, about 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Once we ask you by a name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote on the whiteboard at the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. There is no stealing in round number one. There is no penalty for missing a question in round number one. Um, deep 13, are you confident despite the fact or maybe because your manager, Robert Meyer Burnett, is nowhere to be seen? I'm sorry, who? Exactly. It's a, a fair answer. And so if we get the ready from everyone... Um, I guess the last word would go to Tom. Are you prepared to play? I saw Tom Hanks in the bathroom. It's time for the movie trivia showdown. <laughs> Three rounds to a finish. All right, kicking off the questions in round number one will be Ken Knapsack. Ken, what is the category starting off today's events? All right, category number one comes in the category of <laughs> action adventure, action slash adventure. Who played Marshal Samuel Gerard in The Fugitive and U.S. Marshals? Marshals. See either one of those movies in the theater? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that was right in the prime time if I actually left my house days. My brother and my mom. Five, four, uh, my brother, and my three, dad went to go see The Fugitive. Two, Me and my mom went to go see Hard one. Target. Oh, you are a lucky boy. Good day. Pens are down. Looking for answers. Starting with Tom. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. He Come was on. mean to me in a Q&A once. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Whitney. Tommy Lee Jones. A Queen Martin production. Oh. We, are, <laughs> we are tied up. Pretty sure Alonzo not the only one with that story. No. Um, <laughs> we go to movie release dates as the next category. And the question, The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser, was released in what year? You know, well, uh, movie release date question. Movie release date. Tommy Lee Jones is the Ty Cobb of movie stars. <laughs> and, and he, he actually played, played Ty, Ty Cobb. <laughs> That's right. So, you ever had an interaction with him? Uh, I like no. to think of Ty Five, Cobb as the movie star of baseball four, players. Three, two, one. 
Weedy Pence down. We're looking for answers. Studying with Alonzo. Oh, I hate this category. 1998? Incorrect. Correct. 1999? That is correct. <laughs> Whitney. AD 1999. This is even more correct. <laughs> Tom. 1999. 1999. We got a 4-3 lead. And the crowd exploding on Tom's correct answer. Yeah. He has curried the favor of some of the fans here, although Paul Preston not entirely sure he actually exists. Uh, we've got question number three. Comes in the category of dramas. Dramas. What best picture winning film follows England's 1924 Olympic running team? So, fun fact about The Mummy. Mm -hmm. uh, came out in 99, three weeks before The Phantom Menace. I went to the AMC Hampton 24 to go see The Mummy just to scout the location where I'd be camping out to buy tickets and that's for why Star Wars. We're best friends. Five, four. <laughs> Are we best friends? Three. Josh is first. <laughs> Two. I got to check the website for the rankings. Pens down, Paul Preston. Chariots of Fire. That's right. Chariots of Fire. You got it, Tom. Chariots, Chariots of Fire. Of fire indeed. Alonzo, we got to do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Here's a pitch for you. It's a movie about people doing long distance running. The title is misleading. <laughs> it's not an inaccurate statement, Tom. Question number four. This is in the world of animated movies. These are movies drawn by hand or on a computer. The question, what DCEU actor provides the voice of Flynn Rider in the film Tangled? Oh. I will uh, die on this hill. Tangled, very underrated film. Tangled, also a great song by Jane Weedland on the Pretty Woman soundtrack. Oh, was she in the uh, Go-Go's? Five. The Bengals? Four. Go-Go's? Three. Could you repeat the question? Certainly. What DCEU actor provided the voice of Flynn Ryder in the film Tangled? And then I said it was criminally underrated. Ken yeah, brought up Jane Wideland. I knew she was in the Go-Go's. Go we have good documentary of them coming out there. Which is why you're one of yep. my top ten favorite friends. I'll take that with a bullet. Five, four, three. Did you repeat the question? Certainly. Enjoying Tom this question. It. Okay. What DCEU actor provides the voice of Flynn Ryder in the film Tangled? It's Belinda Carlisle that caused a lot of the friction in there, but it was Jane Willen kind of Are you besmirching the oh. sacred name of the Carlisle? No. Ooh, no. baby, do you know what that's worth? That's Sheriff Carlisle. All right, five, <laughs> four, three, Love comes two, first. one. Pens down again. All right, we need answers uh, starting with uh, Whitney. Is it Zachary Levi? All that for a yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Does Tom have it? Couldn't remember his last oh, name. Oh, he did get Zachary, Zachary. but no Levi. Alonso. Alonso. I went one worse and I said Zach Brack. I mean, sometimes I'd accept Zachary that. Zachary Levi. We Paul got Preston it did have it. All right, we've got a 7-6 game here. 7-6 game. All right, your fifth question comes in the category of fantasy slash sci-fi. Fantasy slash sci-fi. Which actress stars as astronomer Ellie Arroway in 1997's Contact? Uh, can you tell me the difference between an astronomer and an astrologist? One has an office in their apartment. <laughs> Five, <laughs> four, One could prescribe three, drugs, the other one two, one. Uh, looking for answers starting with Tom. Jody Foster. That's correct, Jody Foster. It is Jody Foster. Jody Foster. We got that. Paul Jody Preston. Foster. Got it. Jody Foster. Jody Foster indeed. 
I think Paul Preston's perfect so far. Paul right? Preston is uh, still perfect through yeah. five rounds. And anyone else? Anyone else? Check it. Whitney's perfect as well so far. All right. Oh. Since All right. birth. <laughs> uh, your next category is in the world of comedies. There they go. There they go. It's probably going to be dead by season nine, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, your question in the world of Yuck Yuck Movies, who directed Zack and Miri make a porno? <laughs> and a hush comes over. He said the, the word porno. I did say the word pornographic movies. For more on that, we go to Ken. Uh, I did live in Chatsworth for four years. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Pens down. We're looking for answers dedicated to Tanya Tate. Here we go. Starting with Alonzo. Kevin Smith. That's correct. Kevin Smith. Paul's got it, yes. Kevin Smith. We got it, Tom. Kevin Everyone got it. 11-10, right. 11-10. 11-10 in favor of Tom and Paul. Question seven comes in the category of horror slash thriller. Horror slash thriller. What Star Wars actor provides the voice of Chucky in 2019's Child's Play? My favorite Star Wars movie, the one where uh, Mac comes to Earth and he befriends a young boy. Oh, Paul Rudd is a Jedi for like no other. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Five, four, good three, two, one. Pens are down. We're looking for answers starting with Paul Preston. Mark Hamill. That's right. Mark Hamill indeed. was indeed Mark Hamill. It is. Whitney's got it. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill for Tom Alonzo. Mark Hamill. Perfect round. Mark Perfect Hamill. round. By the way, you can buy his son's, uh, Nathan's, uh, uh, drugs online. Watching from their home. Hi, Hamels. Thank you for your patronage. Uh, we go to the last question, round number one, and that comes from the world of family films. And your question. Hugh Jackman plays which celebrated entertainer in The Greatest Showman? Put quotations around celebrated or? <laughs> the beauty's in the eye of the Five, Four, three, two, one. Look for answers starting with Whitney. Uh, P.T. Anderson. I mean, P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Uh, there it is. There you go, Tom. P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Awful movie, awful person, P.T. Barnum. <laughs> That's right. Paul Preston. For a perfect round. Horrible thing to say about Hugh Jackman. P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. That means we have two perfect rats, correct? No? That is two perfect rounds. Two perfect rats. From Whitney Seibold and from Paul, Paul Preston. Preston. So, Whitney, Paul, because you got eight questions right out of eight in Don't round at number one, I'm going to ask you a question that is just to you two gentlemen. So, you are still going to use the whiteboard. Um, and once we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please do so. Your bonus question for a point to be added to your team's total should you get it right. 1996's Bottle Rocket was the directorial debut of what filmmaker? So we know Alonzo Duralde, not a fan of Tommy Lee Jones or P.T. Barnum. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely against both. Who's Five, worse, I wonder? Four, three, so middle name. two, <laughs> one. Uh, Panzer Dan, we're going to start with Paul. Wes Anderson. That's correct. Wes Anderson. We've got, got Wes it. Anderson. All right. What a first round. Wow. Back and forth. Punch, punch. 
Both teams seem to be working good, but that first round is more of an individual performance in terms of teams. Now we'll really see what they could do as teams for the wheel round. Lots of points being scored here, Ken, and we move on to round number two as the managers make up uh, their collective units and they get everybody settled. This is known as the wheel round. The wheel now has six questions per wedge because this is the team category. Each question right. still worth two points. No penalty for missing a question. However, there is stealing available in round number two. The team may confer amongst its members for each and every question. So Alonzo and Whitney can confide for each and every question, and Tom and Paul, can, or Paul and his imagination, however you want to phrase it, can confer for each and every question. Again, question's worth two points. So it is a 16 to 15 lead, the narrowest of margins for Tom and Paul. Tom, Paul, would you like to spin first or defer to your opponent? Go ahead. There you go. All right. Uh, Mark, while Alonzo's walking up, we remind you today, a wheel uh, slice is sponsored by our friends at patreon.com slash modown. The sponsor wheel slice for today is Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Should money, one money, of the teams no spin no Charlize's money. wedge, we will reveal the name of that patron. It's on the tip of my tongue, and I really want to say it, so I hope somebody yeah. spins Charlize Theron. Um, oh. Opponent's no, choice. Opponent's choice. Paulus Joyce. So Paul now Tom and, and Paul, this is their first real oh, test of yeah. chemistry. Yep, Kate's interacting. Uh, Kate's um, coming over. Grace is coming on over. So the uh, managers are going to confer with Tom and Paul and yeah. see what they want to stick. Sometimes it's the guests. It's just like maybe do you know it What's just as much as them. You want to hopefully Star steal Trek? it. Uh, you want to uh, have some gamemanship going. That, We're going to need an answer soon TV, here. Right? Kate, uh, who I do believe owns a deep dish pizza restaurant in Encino. Yes, He's going to try to get, get an answer here from the boys. Uh, Paul Tom. South. Paul Tom will need a category soon here. All right. We're going to put you on the count. Five, four, three. What's the category? Festival Darlings. Festival, Festival Darlings. Darlings. Okay. Festival Darlings is going to be the category. I will be administering the questions for Festival Darlings. Mm -hmm. Deep 13 Deep is the name, and Festival Darlings is the category. For two points, your first of six questions. <clears throat> what drama stars Andrew Garfield, Michael Shannon, and Laura Dern, and is about a recently unemployed single father struggling to get back his foreclosed home by working for the real estate broker who is the source of his frustration? 99 homes. Felt like I read the whole two back points. of the VHS copy there, <clears throat> and that was two points. Two points for Deep 13. They take a lead. They take a lead. 17-16. All right, we move on. What was the title of the 2004 documentary from Michael Moore, which criticized the U.S. involvement in the Iraq War? Uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. Yes, it That's was. Two more, more points. Festival Darlings are tough. All right. Your third question in the world of Festival Darlings, to further your three-point lead, in 2018's Colette, who plays Colette's husband, Henry? Uh, can we get multiple choice, please? I can provide that. Is it A, Dominic Cooper, B, Dominic West, C, Richard Madden, or D, Charlie Cox? Uh, Dominic West. One point. point. One for deep 13. 16. It's Halfway historically through. been a very tough category if you spin it, but they're maneuvering their way around it. They're doing good. Halfway through round number two. In The Fisher King, Robin Williams plays Perry, a deluded homeless man who claims it's his mission to find what? 
of the Holy Grail. Two more Two points more for points. D13. Two more questions left. And they leap out to a six-point lead. Your next question. In 2004's Hotel Rwanda, two African tribes are the cause of the genocide in Rwanda, the Hutus and the what? The Tutsis. That is two points. <laughs> Got it. Very impressed wow. with Who do you think you what are, not Deep 13 is going. That. that clearly corresponds to their knowledge when you say the word deep. Your last question. In the world of Festival Darlings for two more points, who plays young Stevie in the film Mid-90s? Uh, can we get multiple choice, please? You can. Is it A, Nikkel Smith, B, Lucas Hedges, C, Jake Ryan, or D, Sonny Suljic? Uh, D. D is correct, correct for a point, and Look they spun that. opponent's wow. choice. The pressure was on Tom and Paul to come up with something that might give them pause. They had to check the multiple choice a couple times, Ken. But, yeah. wow, what a round two for Deep 13. Yeah, look, you got to take that risk. But I think Alonzo Duraldi's been to every one of these festivals. I think that's <laughs> what he does for his job. So, right? So, it did not pay off for Tom and Paul. And a big lead, 25-16 <laughs> for Deep 13. Tom and Paul, it is now your spin at the wheel. Who would like to be spinning? I really want to see him do it. Tom, at your ready. It feels All like right. maybe Paul empowering Tom and giving him a little more freedom uh, than what Video uh, Drew had. Yeah, in that the could past. be that could be the subplot here. That could be the subplot here. Big right. spin from Tom. Big spin from Tom. Good Watching it round and round it goes. Where it stops, perhaps Tom already knows. He might have inside intel. Mm -hmm. See, so watches that wheel go round and round. It's a good-looking wheel this year. Good-looking wheel this year, I'll tell you Look what. Look at those the... bright new yeah. wedges. Oh. Almost. Romantic comedies choice. if so they want to keep Romantic comedies. <laughs> romantic comedies. Uh, are they conferring? I think we're going to say they're conferring. Yeah, uh, Tom uh, retreating back to. Tom not one to shout across a party room, so <laughs> I understand the question. Uh, it, here. Meanwhile, oh. you can hear Kate Mulligan from Orange County. That's right. Um, they All right, are and the call is going again. Going again. Spinning again. Going again. Going again. Round two. Round two. Spinning again. This is it. Tom Using their Mulligan. Tom to spin. And here comes Tom approaching that wheel. Good spin, big spin, a lot of, lot of juice on that spin there. Ken, am I reading too much into this, or does it seem that Tom is a little fearful of the technology that the wheel is? I yeah I yeah. Once it picks up speed, he knows instinctively to get away from its wake. He Tom strikes me as a guy, kind of guy that could build an airplane, but is not sure how a car goes. You know, which is all right. It's uh, careening oh, towards oh. opponent's choice. We have back. It is that. opponent's choice. Oh no! And so now oh, deep thirteen no. has the pressure. <laughs> what wedge do you give Tom and Paul? Do you Look saddle them with romantic <laughs> comedies, which is what yeah. they just spun away from? Look at Alonzo's uh, face, <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> Romantic comedies, please. Okay, okay. there you go. Sometimes that's what comedies. happens. All right. Here we go. You got six questions. You do have two JTs remaining. Don't forget you have multiple choice. First question coming in. In Moonstruck, where does Ronnie insist that he and Loretta go before he will stop seeing her? The opera. Two points. <laughs> Moonstruck. Deep cut. 
Deep cut from Moonstruck. All right, question two. In Legally Blonde, who plays Brooke Wyndham, the murder defendant L befriends? Debating, debating, debating. Jennifer Coolidge. That's incorrect. A two point still possible here. Uh, can we get multiple choice, please? You may not, you may not. because oh, Tom shit. and Paul did not elect to it. Uh, Linda Cardellini. Good guess, but no. Allie Larder. Allie Larder. Allie Larder. Allie Larder. All right, Allie Larder. No whipped cream needed. Here we go. Third question coming in. And Napsock. Who played the title character in the teen rom-com, I Love You, Beth Cooper? And five, four, three, uh, two. JTE. Who played the title character in the teen rom-com, I Love You, Beth Cooper? Hayden Panettiere. Good use, two points there right there. Good there use. There it is. Smart use of that there. All right, they pulled it within five points, Ken. If they get their next three questions correct right off the bat, they're going to have a one-point lead going into round yeah. number three. Fourth question, you got six. What group sings at the wedding at the very end of Bridesmaids? They're conferring. I'm just making sure. Looking for an answer. Starting in five. Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one more day. You got two points. <laughs> Someday somebody's going to turn around and make you want to say goodbye, that. Ken. Say goodbye. Uh, I'll tell you what. Their second album, Shadows and Light, underrated. Underrated. All right, fifth question coming in. Which iconic actress played Grandma Annie in 2009's The Proposal? Betty White. Two more points. Two more points, and they're within one of deep 13's 25-point current score. Right. We've got your sixth and final question in the category rom-coms that was thrust upon you. Final question. This comedic actress played Anita, Josie's promiscuous co-worker in 1999's Never Been Kissed. Uh, I had never been kissed in 99 either, so... I think I had my my first kiss that year. Uh, And good for you. Good for you. A whole new world. Four. Three. choice. A, Parker Posey. B, Janine Garofalo. C, Joan Cusack. D, Molly Shannon. Now down to one point here. If they can get it, we'd tie them going into the final round. Five. Parker Posey. Four. Incorrect. <laughs> Answers are Parker Posey, Janine Garofalo, Joan Cusack, or Molly Shannon for a steal. Be a huge one-point steal, Ken. Molly Shannon? That's correct for a steal. One point. It's a big play. Big steal there. It would have been tied. Would have been tied going in around three. But let me tell you, what a second round. Both teams get saddled with opponent's choice, and then they come out looking like this. That's great going in around three. got to have a lot of confidence on both sides. I mean, team format, singles, intergeekdom, doesn't matter. You have this amount of points after round number two. You're feeling really good about yourself and your knowledge. But now both teams are feeling that way as we move into round at number three. This is the round that will decide the match. Yeah. Each team is going to give us a series of numbers. These numbers can range from one to 20. Once you give us your three numbers, those numbers are going to correspond to a different category of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Because this is the team format, once you give us your numbers, I'm going to tell you what your two-point question 
comes from the category of, and then the team will have to select which member answers it. You must answer the two-pointer by yourself and the three-pointer by yourself. You may only confer with your teammate for the five and final point question. Whoever answers the two-pointer, the opposite team member must answer the three-pointer. So uh, deep 13, you're sitting in the lower-ranked chairs, but you are currently up by two points. So what three numbers feel lucky from one to 20? One, four, and 15. One, four, one, four and, 15. and 15. And Tom and Paul. Six. Six. Oh, oh, uh, oh, you oh. already selected six. They're going to need another number. Eleven. That will work. And? Sixteen. Okay. Okay. That's great. Okay. That'll work. Very hard to get a round of applause yeah, off just of off of saying numbers, but Tom managed to pull it off. Right. Uh, so, Tom and Paul, I'll be administering you your questions. Ken will be asking D13 their questions. We start with Tom and Paul because you do find yourselves trailing by two points. Uh, you selected number six for your two-point question. That category is scores and soundtracks. So which team member would like to answer that question solo? You may ask me. Tom's going to take it. All Tom's right. gonna Tom take is going to take the question. Tom, in the world scores and soundtracks for two points to tie the match, who provided the score for the films Apollo 13, A Beautiful Mind, and Braveheart? Can you repeat the question? I can. Final one. Who provided the score for the films Apollo 13, A Beautiful Mind, and Braveheart? Five, four, three, two, one. I can't accept an answer. It's James Horner. James Horner. James James Horner. Horner. Is who we're looking for. So we are going to stick with Tom and Paul for their three-point question. After some discouragement and not being able to select six again, mm-hmm. he settled for number 11. And that's going to go to Paul Preston and only Paul Preston in the category of fantasy science fiction. And your question is, for three points and the lead, John Malkovich plays the evil king Galbatorix, who has his own black dragon in what 2006 film? Five, four, three, two. Aragon? That's correct for three points. Tom and Paul have taken That's the lead. That's for three points. He had to reach down deep, Ken. No more JTE rolls for Tom wow. and Paul. He had to pull up something, and he pulled up Aragon. That is the correct answer. All right. And now deep 13. No chance of a technical knockout. They got to get some questions right. All right. One point lead indeed. All right. You guys chose number one. That corresponds to the category of sports. Sports, who is going to take this one? Uh, okay. Alonzo, is that, we're going to set, with no, with no manager here to help, we're going to have to take that. Alonzo Duralde is here. You can put it on the board. Here comes sports. 
Two-point question, Alonzo. What Friends actor starred in the 1996 comedy Ed, playing a baseball pitcher who has a chimpanzee as a roommate and a teammate? That would be Matt LeBlanc. You got it! Two points! <laughs> Two points. Sports movie. That's not a sports movie. Uh, Rollerball is a sports movie. There is, <laughs> there is definitely it is a, enough of a sports oh. movie to force the hand of Tom and Paul. Now we go back to them, and they could score a huge win for the Den here, Ken, if yep. they get this five-point question correct and take the lead over Deep 13. Gentlemen, you can confer for your five-point question. You selected number 16, and that corresponds to the world of directors. And your question is, for five points, John Carpenter directed Chevy Chase in what 1992 film? Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Tom and Paul have taken the lead. Five points, 31-28, And so now All in terms right. of fantasy points and making the scoreboard look good, although it is a moot point, we are going to ask a three-point question to Deep 13 just to keep you loose and keep Whitney honest. So, Ken, right. what is their three-point question? All right, three-point question. Whitney, you uh, chose number four. Uh, the question uh, comes in the category of dramas. Dramas. Three-point question. What? Mike Nichols film stars Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton as a destructive married couple. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? That's three points. Three Boom. points right there. Three points, and it's, it's a great answer, Ken. It's nice knowledge that Whitney has. Uh, it doesn't really factor into this contest, except if you're talking about all-time points scored in a team match. If they now get their five-point question correct, they not only win the match, they also will set a new record. Absolutely. They will tie a tie new record. A new they will record. tie an old record. Tie an old record. It's a lot of points. <laughs> a lot of that. That's a lot of points. 32-31. It comes down to this. You guys chose the number 15. You'll both be answering uh, this question in the category of famous actors and actresses. Famous actors and actresses. A five-point Question. Which actor stars in multiple roles in the psychological thriller Raising Kane? John Lithgow. And your winner, Deep Thirteen, John Lithgow it is. Highs and all-time team record. And they get some points for the Burning Grooves, who may or may not have a manager. What a match played by Tom and Paul. I think that they are gelling from a chemistry standpoint, and they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. But Deep 13, an all-time great performance we just witnessed here today. i got to say, that was one of the best team matches in regular season play I've seen in in quite a long time. Both teams just showing a lot of knowledge. And we were worried, can they work together? Can they work together? I think there were no hiccups on either side. It was just a matter of who was going to blink first. And Tom and Paul kind of had a little stumble there. Deep 13, tying a record. That's impressive. That is really impressive. Equally so is that we have two newer-ish kind of teams with these new factions to keep an eye on going forward because 32 points, that is nothing to sneeze at. That wins, uh, off the top of my head, 95% of movie trivia showdown matches. So they know their stuff. Deep 13, just a little bit better historically so. This afternoon. 32 points. That's usually my average bowling score, so they're doing quite well. I have I'm told that that's a good score. In person, 
folks. Yep. It is not pretty, and that's over two rounds of bowling as yeah. we now go to a lady who reportedly bowled a 271 time. That would be Jen Sturger, who now has an interview with the winning team, Deep 13. Oh, Mark, stop. <laughs> uh, guys, it's so great to be back here with Deep 13. It's so great to see you two having so much fun playing the game. I don't, I don't know, I felt like I watched, I've, I've seen you guys compete so many times and you just seem rejuvenated. Is it the new partnership? Like, what is it? Well, I mean, th this this handsome mound of sex right next to me is certainly helping. Uh, and it's it's fun to play the game. It's fun to play the game no matter who you're playing against, especially when you're as well matched against your opponents as we were with Tom and Paul. But it's more fun when you win, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you do seem in better spirits than past times when I've spoken to you on the on the loser side of the bracket. <laughs> well, it's the caffeine. <laughs> now they gave you guys festival darlings. Was that on, was that a gaff on their part for not knowing y'all's strengths? Uh, yeah, I actually asked for that wedge, so <laughs> thanks. Uh, yeah, I've been a film festival programmer for 30 years, so this is kind of my jam. <laughs> Maybe we should do a little more research before we go into this, but you guys did end up tying the team record. What does this kind of early success for you guys as a, as a pairing mean to you all, especially considering that you did it all without your manager, Robert Meyer Burdett. Do we even know where he is? Uh, last I heard, he was in Albuquerque. He was holding up a liquor store or something like that. Um, that actually sounds incredibly accurate now that I think about it. I, I was told he was trapped on an inner circle of fault, but I can't really take that to the <laughs> bank or not. Thank you. Thank you, three people who got that. Uh, now, I've never had a manager before, so this is just sort of business as usual for me. So, uh, you know, when he does bother to show up. I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, but in the meantime, we're, we're okay. Yeah. So many people were actually, I don't know if you guys were even aware that you guys were kind of the underdogs in the situation. Everyone was thinking that Tom and Paul were just going to come in here and kind of clean house for you guys. What does this victory mean for you? Not, not only that, but just to be able to tie the team record in points. Oh, well, we tied a record. We did it ourselves. So it's all downhill from here. <laughs> um, as somebody who's been a bridesmaid a lot in this, it's it's nice to be a bride. Even though you, you make a beautiful one, I must you. say. White is not really flattering on me, but, you know, we're going to make it work. Congratulations, guys, on your success. Uh, I can't wait to hear what Robin Meyer Burnett takes credit for it. All right, yeah. Uh, we, I actually can wait to see what Robert Meyer did. I can yeah. wait a long time to hear from Robert Meyer Burnett, but Must, Deep 13, yeah. we got two new stars on our hands. Absolutely. Man. My sources say Robert Meyer Burnett's hanging out with Colin Trevorrow at a Buffalo Wild Wings right now, but that's just me. Uh, this is, here's the thing. Everyone was looking at Tom and Paul and saying, we got two guys with great knowledge coming together. Uh, maybe some people overlooked Alonzo Duralde and Whitney Seibold because these guys have, like I said, they've always proven things. They've always been part. They've always been so close. Now there's this magic together, tying a record. Your first time out, I understand where Whitney's coming from. I'm a de depressive person, too. It's all downhill. Maybe not. Maybe you ride it all the way to the promised land in spite of your manager. Or maybe Robert comes in and shouts to the rooftops all the way to the top. Like if Krusty the Clown is coming to your house for dinner, this could be the start of something big. And now we go to hey, hey. the losing side of the ledger. This is Tom and Paul and their faction managers, the Jen, Grace Hancock, and Kate Mulligan. Jen, it's a crowded house over there. Who's talking first? It is. Uh, I think I'll start with Paul. Paul, I, I, I know that you're disappointed, obviously, because you guys were heavy favorites coming into this match. What do you think went wrong out there aside just from, was it finding new team chemistry? What was it? First of all, you see him too, right? Okay. Secondly, 
I mean, yeah, this 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 is me in the league. It's it's wheel spins, it's technicalities, it's challenges, it's things like that. You know, you come at me with trivia, I'll, I'll give you a game. But it's these little things, like, sure, it was a bad wheel spin. We gave him the wrong category, and that probably sunk us. You know, so that's what I got to leave. That's the sandwich I got to eat. You know, first of all, I'm really upset. First of all, I'm not on the free-for-all poster. Me! Right? I'm coming up. I'm already in a dark state. And then this thing comes along. I'm not good. I'm not I'm going to have to head back out to the desert. Des- desert. Okay. Uh, Grace, do you have any thoughts on today's match? Yeah, I mean, look, this is our first team match of the season, and the beauty of the game is that you don't know what's going to happen, but 32 points is nothing to scoff at at all. That wins on most days. It's just it's just that D13 played absolutely out of their minds. That's what I was going to say. Do you guys regret doing not doing a little bit more homework and possibly finding out that Festival Darlings might have been one of their strengths? I got an answer for that. First of all, First of all, festival strength or festival darlings wasn't our strength, okay? So we give it to them, we can't spin it, okay? Because if we had spun that, Tom, if we had just with the hands, if we had spun it, okay, we would have not gotten as many points as we got with romantic comedy, okay? So there's a strategy to what appears to be stupidity. Okay, I do think Tom wants to say something now. Sorry I grabbed it from you, Jen. James Horner is dead. And so am I after this interview. Um, back to you guys. They, they do know their facts, Ken. This is true. James Horner no longer with us, but a great uh, uh, work there. Let's uh, pause for a moment out of respect for James Horner. Love you, James. But I will but say that what, Tom yeah. and Paul are still here, and I don't think they're going anywhere. I think that no. they're learning how to coalesce, learning how to be managed. Uh, yep. They are too. Uh, yeah, loose cannon might be the strong word for them, but now them being reined in by the den, I think they're under good leadership. I yep. think it just takes some precious time. I'll tell you what, they could work together almost like it's fear and loathing in Las Vegas, kind of this crazy kind of duo here. And if I know Paul Preston, he is always going to be producing and looking for his next win, his next road forward to success. So I have a lot of faith in what they're doing again. 32 points, that's impressive. Great team match here today. Great match that we witnessed, Ken. A pleasure being with you as always. Make sure everyone out there checks out the Movie Trivia Schmodown Patreon. Select which tier is right for you. Become a fan today. And we have some upcoming live events we are very excited about. In a matter of weeks, we are going to be going to Atlanta, Georgia. The Rich Theater, February 29th, is the home of the Movie Trivia Schmodown. You got Dan Merle going up against Ben Bateman. What a title match that is going to be. And then right here in Los Angeles the next month in March, the Free For All. Get tickets right now at the Schmodown Live Com. That is Ken Knapsack. He wrote a book that he read to me last night, and it's fantastic. Why we love Star Wars. I am merely Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Ken, take us out. Will Dale Murphy be in Atlanta? Find out. It's the movie trivia schmodown. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX.
Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.